0: Welcome to the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors Minute.
1: Thank you, Kenny Allen, for that wonderful introduction. It is Jake and Jason here, as he said, live from Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors on this beautiful
2: Friday. I am so glad we got him on board to help us out with that, because when we were originally trying
1: to make an intro, it was so bad. Oh, yeah. He is a... uh, The epitome of professionalism. Man, if y'all want to hear some cool, true Texas honky-tonk music... Y'all should Google Kenny Allen, dude. That last one he dropped, that was about
2: the. Uh, it was basically about addiction. addiction? Oh dude, my god! You could tell that one was that that one uh, came from the heart. Like no, that, that was
1: that would put chills up and down. Because yeah,
2: because everyone knows someone that struggled like that. Just to hear him put his, he's his, got his the own most
1: haunting voice. He does. He really does. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's my favorite one.
0: It was a good day. I saw an old friend in the mirror. He looked 10 years older than I, after light conversation. He made a promise to me. He said, all I can do is try. And I can't change it. Yesterday, and tomorrow I might get wasted but I'm not drinking today no I'm not drinking
1: today but anyways we are here it is Friday and we're glad brutal, to be
2: here wonderful yeah. Friday Absolutely All Fridays at Circle Star, beautiful, wonderful Fridays. But they are this one especially this, during the holidays. This one especially. Yeah. You know why? And it's it's it, everyone's in a good mood and you drive my thing is you know, when you drive home it's dark already, and that's I hate that about this year. because There's nothing nicer than getting home and still be able to do some yard work and do some stuff. If it's gonna be dark at like two forty five in the afternoon, <laughs> which it probably is for some of our listeners. For yeah. us, it's not so bad. it's dark by six. You know, we're just griping. But uh Christmas lights. I love Christmas lights. In a major contention in my house, I like the clean white lines, the 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 perfect, you know, equally spaced white bright bulbs. Just pretty clean, oh, simple.
1: Know, I want it to look like Saint Nick threw up bulbs in my house. Oh, Every see, color. That's, oh yeah, that's that, what I did. That's
2: my wife, and I. It's just not my jam. I mean, don't get me wrong. Your house does
1: look great. I'm gonna give you all the credit in the world. You, you Griswold, these shit out of it. I did. And we're, we're working on the Christmas tree. It is, you know, a work in progress. We don't have a big house. So figuring out how to Tetris all our furniture and everything and get the tree there. And, you know, and then after it's crammed in that corner, decorate it.
2: My Be- brother did a cool thing with his Christmas tree this year. Him and his wife, his wife, especially big, big readers. And so John is getting into like woodworking and stuff. Okay. And he made these tiers and each tier is lined with books and then They wrapped it in Christmas lights like normal, it
1: looks freaking amazing. Isn't he the one who made the badass uh gazebo or, or whatever? Yep. recently, yeah. that's him, yeah, very cool. Well, mm-hmm. shout, shout out to him and his word working skills. That's what it is. oh, John. But, anyways, so we were talking today, we're coming up with what do we want to talk about? Uh, on the Friday, the Friday minute, and, and this one came up topical because we were talking about it. We were hey, because EDC you know. everyday carry, mm-hmm. and
2: it. it you know, and it just so happened that it was kind of the topic of the day because there's a couple of people came in that had to have some situations as of late that if it wasn't for some of
1: their EDC gear, they may not be they here. They may not be here. We love hearing the stories, what's worked, what doesn't work, and we get to hear it every day. So we're, so, I'm not going to say experts, but we're somewhat knowledgeable on it. You know, been in the game for about 10 years and know what's going on a little bit. And uh, I know what we carry, what works for us, what works for our employees. And, and I was thinking about this earlier. You know the idea of talking
2: about EDC and you know kind of where this this little Friday minute was going to go, right? But at the same time, what I want to touch on, and we'll get to this in a minute, is maybe part of your EDC gear that isn't as as common because everyone knows there's going to be the basic stuff: pocket knife, yep. a, a gun, yep. a tourniquet, a first yep. aid kit, stuff like that. And we can talk about why we kind of pick and choose what we carry. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of things that I keep on hand. That may be different and a little more, let's call it urban and we don't, we don't live in an urban like environment, but maybe a suburban or a edge of the rule, everyday carry kind of necessities. Yeah. So like a
1: a fubu jacket to blend in. Dude, speaking of that, I saw Jinko jeans. Oh, my god, I saw Jinko jeans the other and day. I, and I was like, good God. I'm going his, to wear them. 40 years later, and they're still as dumb. <laughs> yes. I, oh, my they God. So, i I never, I, had a, a, I never had I – I wasn't that – I wasn't that kid. Oh, I my parents But, were but for I, god, I knew them. I knew them. There was always, always the skater kids. They had them, and I was like, mm-hmm, cool. All right. Good for y'all. It looked like a dress, but good for y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> – yeah. Anyways, know. sorry. So let's go. Which, let's which, go.
2: which in your basic, like right now your truck, your basic EDC okay. kind of. So, you know, behind,
1: you know, behind, behind both of my uh, headrest, I have a tourniquet pack. So whoever, whoever hops out, your basic, you know, trauma, first aid kit, Velcroed in, whether it's the driver, the passenger, truck, our truck flips, or whoever gets out, mm-hmm. or like when Boogie and I had that situation where I saw somebody in a horrible accident when they hit a deer, both of us were able to hop out of the truck immediately with a pack in our hands. It turned out, thank God we didn't need them, but, you know, within seconds, we were ready If you know, because especially if it comes to, if you have to put a tourniquet on, mm-hmm. seconds is all you got. Mm-hmm. So I keep that right there. Been there, done that, sir. I keep, you know... I keep a a larger, high-capacity firearm normally Mm -hmm. in my center console that locks, but when I'm driving, first thing I do when I hop in, it's just habit. Once you get into the repetition of, hey, when I hop in, I unlock this if I need it, you know, for whatever reason, like you said, urban environments and stuff like that where, you know, God forbid there's an actual firefight, but, Mm -hmm. but you got it, you know. Uh, I figure of all my stuff, that's hopefully the least likely I am to use, but I know for a fact I'm, you know, first aid kit. I've been in situations where I need that. A flashlight is a must. Mm -hmm. So I normally keep a pin light on me. So do you, so is your build out more from the, hey, I'm being accosted side of things or the, hey, I need to survive kind of side? I would say providing support and help. Right after that, it would be accosted because, I will say, behind both of my passenger seats, I also have what they call a backpack insert, Kevlar backpack insert. And I have a second level of them that's, like, behind the kids' seats mm-hmm. in my truck. So, God forbid we're somewhere. You know, I have a truck that's real obvious. It, it says on there, our company and everything. If anybody ever tries to stop me by force, you know, and I've got my family in or something like that, I do like having those those inserts in just a little, you know, it's, it's for my mental per- help but but it makes me feel more comfortable so those are the biggies uh of course in my pocket you know i'm always going to have a knife because uh, that's invaluable tool whether it cut, has to cut a seatbelt belt or, or whatever it might be yeah those those are the biggies. and then I'm, I'm an old man too so i keep the, the i don't keep the the little reflective triangles i actually have physical flares you know a, a four pack of flares i could throw out well just in case t-rex happens you, know, you gotta wave it yeah go go towards motion but never don't, never don't move Never run into a porta potty ever. No, that's the that's, We all know that one. Yeah,
2: that's. There's nothing makes a T-Rex happier than a porta potty. Yeah,
1: yeah. Can you
2: imagine? My, that, can you imagine stuff? the guy that got cast for that role? He's all excited to work with Spielberg. He's like, "Okay, you're going to get eaten, taking a dump." And he's like, "I guess."
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Spielberg says it's probably going to work. Got an Oscar for it. I've got and I've got a couple more modern things in there. Things that uh, have, uh, will always come in useful that weren't available when I was younger. I have the uh Fire. the battery, battery jump kit, which is awesome. So I don't need somebody there, turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was solid. <laughs> so I have the, the battery jump kit to where I don't have to have somebody else to to, to you know how do I say jump me off without Jake mm-hmm. getting in there. I understand. Yep, yep. Yep. And then of course you know the, the necessities, the toe strap everybody's got to have in their truck a couple you know little like come along devices and that's 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 mainly and then always always and my grandfather told me this always carry a pair of work clothes and a pair of nice clothes an extra set in a duffel bag or something or backpack in your vehicle because the time will be out there where you're wearing nice clothes you need to get dirty and there'll be a time out there when you're dirty and you need to look nice so i keep those in the backpack under the back seat see
2: i go that's a, about it mine's it kind of a different direction I mean, I, I got I the gear on, you know, and I'm, I'm not the, I, I, we see them all the time come in the store, right? The the guys that are, you know, you know, anytime it's about to pop off, I got everything, you know, they got the IFAC on them and oh, all yeah. the crap and all the pockets. I mean, on me personally, I got three things that, that I would call my, my everyday carry. And I'm considering adding a fourth, but I haven't quite made the jump to that. But At your
1: I, age, you probably don't need a condom. I know you had the surgery, but I mean,
2: Oh no, no, he's way past that. Oh, okay, okay. That I've got, I got my pistol on me. I've got my pocket knife on me. Yep. Probably the most handy thing that I've ever been given. My granddad. It was. It's a flathead screwdriver that goes on my keyring, and it is the handiest damn thing. Yeah, it it keeps is, you keeps you from breaking nails. It does, and you can pry with it, yep. and you know you can kind of. I mean, you can do a million things. I mean, heck, I got in a, in a a a. Uh, tin can like a soup can one time with it just kind of poked holes around enough he had it as long as i remember my dad said he had it as long as my dad could remember so it's old and then i'm thinking about adding so sure i think it's surefire that little wedge flashlight
1: that's what i carry
2: yeah Yeah. i think about picking one of those up because it's not always handy to use your phone and the problem with the phone
1: it doesn't project light Yep. Well, you can change the angle on that wedge. So if you're working under your vehicle or something like that, it's fantastic. So um, that's that's the, that's what I'm thinking about adding that to my
2: my daily repertoire. But what I when, when and I I build out my kind of my kit. I'm not so worried about, and and maybe because I lived that life and I kind of stray away from it now. Mm-hmm. Not so much the hey we're going to be accosted. Don't get me wrong. You know, stay strapped so I don't get clapped. Yeah, yeah. I still got I got the truck gun. I got my pistol and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. But I, maybe I've watched Castaway One too many times or these like disaster movies. And that's what I've always worried about, especially as my family travels and we travel to go hunt and stuff. It's not having a volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who am I going to talk to? Cause it's damn sure not going to be you.
1: (laughs) No, no.
2: (laughs) You're going to divide that island in half. Don't cross my line. But, you know, if if you were to lose control on these mountain roads or have a bad crash in the middle of nowhere, cause, you know, there's a lot of places that I like to go, and I'm looking at one of them right now for a little trip uh, in a couple months, that if you fell asleep and drove off into a ditch or a canyon or something, like, you could literally be there for a couple days, and if yeah. you had have a broken especially,
1: leg... Especially up north. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, one snow plow comes by you or something that doesn't see you the first time and uh-huh. sprays that shit on you, you're, you're invisible. Uh-huh. You're Absolutely. Yep. Or like the time I was
2: in... Um, Oh, what's the big national park that everyone goes to? It's got El Cap in it. Um, Yosemite. I was yeah. in Yosemite. And I watched some hippies drive a U-Haul truck off the cliff. Like just, I guess they were looking, and just down the hillside they went. If it wasn't for a well-placed
1: pine tree, they probably would still be falling. Well, we, we saw that uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago in Colorado. We saw that truck that, I forget what point that was we were driving down. Oh, that. yeah. And it was so camouflaged. And uh, that was another one. If it oh, yeah, because
2: we, we were uh, we were driving around in the Cascade <laughs> that yep. day, and you could tell he just went boop.
1: straight down and on a hard turn and like invisible, and it didn't actually snap into my mind what I was looking at until we had just passed it, and I said, "Holy crap, that's a truck!" But thank God, you know, whoever was in there had have been rescued or whatever. But but that truck was was absolutely invisible. So yeah, that's a good point. You know, so, so like for so
2: I, that's the direction I come from. So the stuff that I keep, I've got a uh, I bought it off a friend of mine that was an EMT. That uh, it is a full-on—and and, and I know how everything works because of some of these schools and things that I've done in life. That it's probably—it is. It's further than what would necessarily be covered under the Good Samaritan Act and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for me and my friends, I could do more than that if, if needed be. So it's a really, really nice kit that I keep when we travel. I keep it on the back seat. But I have you know your your smaller first aid kit in the truck. I always carry a little water with me. Nice yeah. thing it's on my dog box. Yeah, But I got water— I got some food. I get a couple dehydrated meals, and then I have a lot of a lot of recovery stuff, whether it's toe straps, a come along, yep. stuff like that. And then um, I was thinking about this, you know, what's that one thing that that you would never really think about that comes in super handy? And I probably rotate it out probably every maybe every six months, or so, and I notice they start to dry out. But I keep a whole pack of dude wipes in the truck, or baby wipes, or dude, whatever you want to call them.
1: They are invaluable, especially because. if you do anything in the outdoors. So I should have thrown that in there too. I do always keep a roll of toilet paper in there. I don't have to. And, so, wipes, and but here's why: have
2: it. The, the the baby wipes are great because if you're working on something, you know you don't have any water, you get grease, grime off your hands, so you don't get Smart. contamination or stuff. More importantly, if Mother Nature calls. And you got to hit that tree line, which has happened more than one time. Mm-hmm. Is ne- nothing's ever worse than getting the rumbles in the middle of nowhere, and you're going,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, nope, yeah, or, or even worse than that when you have the rumb- rumb- rumbles, and you're not necessarily in the middle of nowhere. You might be in the middle of a subdivision, but you don't know anybody. Oh, I, I, I got, I got I, that story. I don't I want know. to tell on the podcast. so they oh, might I've be got, i got a very similar one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when no chicken, you gotta go, you gotta go. I, 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 I,
2: I'll give you that Reader's Digest. I looked up and I was staring at a swing set. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh so that's Uh, that's a bunch of stuff i hadn't thought of and
2: and and here's the thing so many people in my opinion get so hung up with it it's
1: rigid right it's uh, it's this is just what i got it's a fluid thing it's got to be you know like i know we we pack things when we go on various trips you know like if i'm going to be cold weather oh yeah if we're going to shop in houston I may add
2: and remove a couple items versus if I'm headed to Colorado or Big Bend or right. something like that. Right.
1: You know, another one you didn't mention, I know people up north say you have to have always is a blanket. You have to have a blanket. Oh, yeah. In your truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll save your life. Yep. Yeah. So what about you as far as every day on your person? So once you get out of that vehicle. And you're walking around town, whether it's in the store. And that's a scenario with me that changes a lot. as I got a Leatherman. It's it the yeah. handiest thing in yeah, the world. They are.
2: Uh, if, as I'm bebopping around town at any given point, let's see, I have my SIG 365. Let's say we're at College Station. We're not going somewhere shitty right, like Houston. right. That I'll have my, my 365, which got... The extended mag, a little higher capacity mag in it. It's got the red dot on it. I got to have a benchmade knife on me that's, that I, we get sharpened once a week, mm-hmm. or you know, or whenever Morgan's here. Yep. And then I will have either a multi tool on me or my keyring that kind of has a little multi tool on it, and that's that's pretty much what I will walk around with. Yeah. Because I mean, it, worse comes to worse. let's say that you know you're one of these people that end up in a fight or flight situation or you're in one of these major disasters you know the shootings at walmart and stuff like that the having the tourniquet on you is nice but for me it's not everyday practical because middle summer it's 130,000 so degrees outside
1: i do carry and i've got one on right now 99 percent of the time for my belt i've got the 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 511 tourniquet belt
2: oh yeah that's i mean i got yeah. the oh, belt we're, we're both that's all we're both, both wear.
1: wearing one and, that's in, a, in a pinch yeah. in that situation you could you could turn it in and that that and was looks nice
2: that was a really interesting part of that i took that t c class a long time ago but the whole improvised tourniquet thing and that's you know that's kind of my 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 idea between the belt i got on or hell i'd cut a pant leg off or whatever i have to do you can you can get creative to, to yeah. shut the blood flow off
1: and you know that we 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 do a class in store here with employees that we take. And uh, last time Bracken did it, you know, he was he was showing us how to do it. And when they give you the the scream of death, where it they oh it, you it you, you like think so you are much. about to cut through their leg with uh-huh. it, then that that's where you want to stop. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, not before then. Even if they're they're like, oh, it hurts, it hurts. That's well, not see, that was wearing that, so, uh, that. And t- we are by by no way giving out any type of medical advice or right. any of that. This is just what. We were we were taught
2: when I was at that TCCC class with the medical battalion out of Camp Mabry that we had these these mannequins that would squirt blood and like thrash around and do dumb stuff. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh, it was it was next level stuff. Yeah, you have to you know there'd be a severed leg and it'd be sitting there pumping blood and to just show you how much you have to do and you would take that that mannequin's thigh and by the end of it it's I mean you it's a lot more to shut it off than you
1: think it yeah. is. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great thing. You know, we've learned because it's nothing you want to be rusty on. See, and so. there's a, there's a cool class. I'm, I'm thinking about signing you and I up for
2: it. There's a, there's a company that I've followed for a long time and I have some of their gears called dark angel tactical. Yeah. And they're put, they're coming to Brian to put on really? a casualty class. Super and, cool. And it's, it's supposed, it's going to be some, some upper level stuff. And
1: you need to come in with some knowledge right, already. Right, But it's, it's It, it's going to be badass. One thing I did mention that uh, uh, we're talking about what we carry on us in our pockets and everything. I mother-in-law about three years ago bought me one of the uh, the ridge wallets. Mm-hmm. So it keeps oh, yeah. it keeps it for where it can't get swiped, Like somebody can't come by and get your information. Uh-huh. But the uh, RFID blocker. Yeah. But it's also it, it is literally lives up to the name rigid. And with what we do and the environments we go in into, uh, a, a regular wallet wouldn't work most yeah. of the time. So that's always nice to have. And then as far as firearms for me, they switch up based on a couple things. One, what mood I'm in for the day, and two, more realistically, where I'm at. So an environment like when I'm here in the store all day on, I think of the scenario, even though our store is pretty much completely bulletproof, and we've got it set up to where if somebody came in, and God forbid there was a firefighter or anything like that, we're not going to have projectiles going out in the parking lot or on the highway or whatever. I I don't want anything that over penetrates. So Mm -hmm. I'm not using anything crazy, and I think of capacity as well. But then, you know, I also think of the environment. Is it my barbecue gun? Is it my Sunday gun? You know, am I in a mood for a revolver today, or am I feeling a little more semi Is, is it this, a 1911 day? This take nine of them low tops? It's oozy than in the high I tops. Top. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's all about, the, yeah, <laughs> it is. A little bit of style, too. You got you got, you got something to choose from that's always fun. See, so. that's why I'm happy about this time of year, because I start wearing jeans
2: again, even though it's kind of hot today. And uh, that allows me to start wearing heavier guns. I go back to my full size, my P320, my 1911, stuff like
1: that. I do the M17 on the 320 variant. Mm Yeah, great, great firearm. Well, cool. I Mm -hmm. think that was a lot of information in a short period of time. But, hey, for a Friday minute. it's a good minute. It's a solid minute. So, hey, guys, if y'all get an opportunity, we would love it if y'all shared what... Your ADC is. So you can go to the website, go to the Facebook page. Maybe there's something that part of your kit or gear that has made a major
2: difference in a situation that we haven't even thought about.
1: Yeah, because we are always evolving and learning. That's how we stay on top of stuff. And uh, and just like the success of this store, uh, it has all been attributed to listening listening to our customers. And, and those who have knowledge in areas, we don't. So we, we dig that for sure. So, so, well, you- cool.
2: Well, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Make the best of it. Get out and enjoy the great outdoors. Spend time with family and just mm-hmm. take a minute to disconnect from technology and reconnect
1: with what's important. That's the folks around you. If you need to step outside and uh, take a deep breath, do whatever because of all the, the Christmas drama coming up and New Year's and family. And uh, yeah, do that a little self-help self minute every once in a while. There you go. <laughs> you... I'm, I'm going to send
2: them off on a good one. Something kind of lighten the mood for the weekend. I dig it. Give it to us. Why are bees' hairs always sticky? Because they use
1: honeycombs. That's Ah, that's a good one. Hold on, hold on.
2: Starting it off right.
1: Why can't you hear it when a pterodactyl goes to the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll come back at you Monday with a regular full episode. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.
0: This has been the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors Minute. Don't miss the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors podcast every Monday and the Circle Star Firearms Minute every Friday.